Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for another brand new day. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your preservation. Thank you for the brand new day. Thank you, Lord, for your loving kindness. Lord, we worship you. We adore you. We praise you. We magnify you. You are our God and forever you shall be. Thank you, Lord, for another brand new day. Thank you for your word that is about to comfort. Thank you for how you are going to speak to us today, Father. We are ready to hear your word. And Father, help us, give us the grace that as we hear your word, we'll put it into practice in Jesus' name. We'll not just hear, oh Lord, and let your word fall to a deaf ear, but we'll hear and be a doer of your word. Because it's only the doer of your word that brings justification. It's only those that do your word, oh God, that you that, that you have respect for. Lord, not just hearing but doing it, Father, give us that grace to put your word into practice, to do your word just as we hear in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for hearing our prayer, even as you speak to us today, Lord. We are ready, Lord. Speak, Lord, and let your word bless us today in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Good morning to you from here once again. I'm always happy to come online and to speak the word of God. To you and to even for myself, as the Lord will be speaking through me by His grace. So, Lord, thank you for this opportunity to hear your word again, for you to speak to us. This morning, the Lord has, you know, put a word in my heart, and it's very, it's very important that we 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 hear it and obey it just in the way it, as He will be telling us. And the topic says, the God-first attitude. The God-first attitude. That is what the Lord is going to tell us today. The God-first attitude. As a child of God, as someone that says, yes, God, I made you my, my God, you are my God. Jesus, you are my Lord and personal Savior. God wants us, he wants us to have just one attitude towards him. What he expects for, from us every time and any time and any, every day is that attitude of putting him first. God first. God first. Attitude. In anything you do, God wants him to be first before any other thing in our life. He's a jealous God. He said, thou shalt have no other God before me. For I am a what? A jealous God. God does not want us to put him second in anything we do. He does not want us to bycott back, him and go ahead with our, whatever we are doing, especially when we are we, we, we have told him, Lord, you are my Lord and my personal Savior. Jesus, you are my Lord and personal Savior. When you call somebody my Lord, you should always take instruction from that person. When a person is your Lord, you don't do anything on your own. You go before him, prostrate before him and say, my Lord, what can I do? My Lord, should I do this? My Lord, should I do that? Hallelujah. This is the physical what the, 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 the earthly what operation when the king 
you know, uh, has subjects. The subject does not just do whatever they like. They always come to the king and say, my king, what should we do today? Hallelujah. This is the circular and earthly world. These are the people who can see with our physical eyes. But our God is the God of the whole earth, the creator of the heavens and the earth. And we have made him, you know, our Lord, our God. And so we should what? Put him first. We should put him first in everything that we do. That's why we cannot see him. The Father, we cannot see him. We should always seek him. We should always come before him and say, Lord, what shall I do? Where with us shall I go? Should I do this or not? Yes, this is what he has spared for more. That is why he was going to tell us this morning. He wants us to have this attitude. He wants us to always put him first and acknowledge him in our life, in our thinking, in our decision making, in our planning, in our going out and in our coming in, so that he can direct us. Hallelujah. Let me quickly read the book of Isaiah chapter 55, verse 8. Isaiah chapter 55, verse 8. It reads, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, said the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven, and return and returneth not thither, but withered the earth, I mean watered the earth, and make it make it bring forth and board, that he might give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but shall accomplish that which I please, and shall prosper in the thing wherewith I sent it. Praise the Lord. Yes, he says his ways are not our ways, his thoughts are not our thoughts. Hallelujah. This is why we should always come before the Lord. When we have made him our Lord and personal Savior, yes, we still have our thoughts. Because we are still human beings. We are still human. That is why we, as Christians, we need to seek him. We need to look at his word in anything we want to do. We need to seek him in prayer, hear his voice. Yes, God speaks to us. Not only through the word of God, he can speak to you directly. In prayers, he can speak to you. That is when you are you give him the first place. Because our thoughts are not his thoughts. Our ways are not his ways. He's talking about the earthly way. He's talking about our earthly thoughts. That is why we should allow his thoughts to lead us. We should allow his ways to lead us. Because as humans, we are bound to, you know, to make mistakes. He said there's a way that seems right to a man. A way that seems right to a man. But in the end, there are leads to what? Leads to death. It might seem good. It might seem very pleasant. It might seem very attractive. But the end of it leads to death. And that is what he's telling us. We should have what? That first God-first attitude. God first attitude. This is what I want to do now. 
Have I heard from God? Is he in support of it? Did he tell me to go ahead? As a child of God, except you're not a, a child of God, you can do things the way you want. You can say, yes, I don't need any person in my life. I don't need God to tell me what to do. Then it, if you are not what yet you what a Christian. You have not made Jesus your Lord and personal Savior. But if you have made Jesus your Lord and personal Savior, God expects you to always what flow into his thought, to always allow his thoughts to lead you, to always allow his ways to lead you, to lead us. Hallelujah. But by the time you are you are said you, you said you, you have made Jesus your Lord and personal Savior, and yet you don't seek his thoughts, you don't seek his ways, you don't seek his, his direction, then You will face a lot of what? A lot of what? Disappointment. And then when you are disappointed, you come back to him and begin to cry. But in the first place, you never give him. You never ask him. You never allow him to lead you. You never ask him what to do, whether to do the thing, uh, that thing or not. And now you are disappointed. You face this uh, 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 opposition. You face a bad situation. And then you come back and begin to cry. Yes, it will save you. It will deliver you from that from that situation. But you should have learned your lessons. That it is always good to always go to our Father and say, God, look at what I want to do. Shall I continue? When Jesus Christ was here on earth, he always tell his disciples, I don't do anything of my own. I cannot speak if I don't hear from my God. He said, I only speak what I hear. We are going to see it. I only speak what I hear. If I don't hear it, I don't say it. I don't do my own will. I do the will of the Father. If he says I should go there, I go. If he says don't go, I don't go. If he says I should pray, I pray. If he says I should not pray, I should. I, I, I will pray. Hallelujah. This is God's I mean God first attitude we should have. This is God's first attitude we should have. Look at Psalm chapter 121. Psalm 121. This one. The God first attitude. This is what we should you know, have every day of our life. I read. It says, I will lift up my eyes unto the east. From whence cometh my help? My help cometh from the Lord, which made the heaven and the earth. This is David. That is why God said, David is a man. After my heart, my own heart, because David will not do anything without God. If he wants to, he want to eat, he will even ask God, God, can I eat this food? Is it safe for me to eat or not? Do you like me to eat it? He was always asking God questions. God said, David is the man after my own heart. It's not because David was was very good or too righteous. No, David was always humble, was always having God's attitude. Anything he wants to do, look at it. He said, I will lift up my hands to the heat from where's cometh my help. That is where my help comes from. Always looking up to the heat. My help cometh from the Lord, which made the heavens and the earth. My help is not from man. It's not from the president. It's not from the government. It's not from any king. It's not from any person. It's from God. So I, I always look up to the hills. I don't look up, up, up to man. I don't look up to man. I look up to the hills. That is God's first attitude. Hallelujah. 
That is God's first attitude. Look at the same uh, Psalm 63. Psalm 63. I read verse 1. Listen. He said, O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. My soul tested for thee, my flesh longer for thee in dry and tasty land where no water is. Hallelujah. This is David again. He said, Lord, I will seek thee. I am tasty for thee. I will seek thee. Thou art my God. I will seek thee in anything I do. But for you are my God. I cannot do without you. This is David speaking. Look at verse 8. My soul followed hard after thee. Thy right hand upholded me. My soul followed hard after thee. Followed hard after thee. That is, that is God's first attitude. His soul is following hard after God. No God following hard after you, trying to draw you close. You are just running. You are just going on your own. God is trying to say, what? Come, you should be running after me, not me running after you. Every time you fall into trouble, God run after you and deliver you. Every time you fall into uh, you know, troubles because you are refused to follow hard after God. If you follow hard after God, the troubles what? Cannot what? Cannot follow you. The trouble cannot what stick to you because you are falling hard after God. But rather, the trouble will be running away from you. Hallelujah. Because before you fall into it, God has already told you about it. You cannot, you will avoid it. There's a pit in the front because your soul is falling after God. God will tell you there's a pit at the front. So you escape it. But if your soul is not falling after God, you are just on your own going and say you are a child of God, you are just going. There's a pit at the front. You will fall into it. Although God will still deliver you from it. Yes, because you are promised he will deliver you from trouble. But in the first place, you wouldn't have fallen into that pit. God would have would have told you that there's a pit in your front if you had asked him, if you had come to seek him, if you had put him first. He would have told you, my son, if you go you know, further, you are going to what? See a pit. So follow the other way. That is God. He will give you direction. You would have avoided it. Praise God. I pray the Lord will help us to have this God attitude in our life in Jesus' name. Look at the same uh, uh, Psalm chapter 5, verse 3. Book of Psalm chapter 5, verse 3. I just want to show to you. You know, David, who God was always proud of because he was always putting God first in everything he, do, he, he, he does. Hallelujah. Psalm chapter 5, look at verse 3. My voice shall die here in the morning, O Lord. In the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee and will look up. Hallelujah. My voice shall die here in the morning. Early in the morning, my voice, you will hear. I will look up to you every day of my life. I will direct my prayer in the morning to you. My voice shall die here in the morning, O Lord. 
In the morning, I will direct my prayer unto thee and will look up. Hallelujah. That is God's first attitude. That is why God did not use David to play. David was so dear to God because David was always with God, was always, you know, you know, if I can use the word disturbing God. God, this God, that God, will I do this God? Should I do this God? This God, that, yes. And God said, David is a man after my word, who hearts. Hallelujah. This is what God wants us to what, to begin to do. If you're a child of God, you'll be doing things on your own. You don't seek the face of God. You don't run after God. You don't run hard after him. God is speaking to you right now. Let us begin to hold God fast. Let our voice be heard in the morning, first thing in the morning. Let God hear our voice every time. Anything you want to do, God hears our voice and say, and we ask God, God, can I continue? This business I want to do, should I continue? Is it the right time for me to do it? This thing I want to put my hand into, is it the right time for me to do it? Yeah, the business might be good, but it may not be the right time. Or it could also be the right time. God can say, yes, my son, my daughter, go ahead. It's the right time. And he can also tell you, no, it is not the right time. Just hold on. Don't do it. Or this is another option. Hallelujah. God is always ready to speak to us if we want him to speak to us. If we want to listen, if we give ear to him, he's always there to speak to us. Our problem is that we don't give ear to him. We don't seek his, his attention. We don't seek his suggestion. We don't seek his approval. We go ahead and begin to do whatever we want to do. That is not God, God's first attitude. And God cannot force us. He's a God that doesn't force us. He doesn't force. He cannot force you. Since you have not asked him, he leaves you. The way you jam rock, you come back to him. He will still be there for you. He's a merciful father. He's a caring God. He will say, okay, I will deliver you. But you should have next time always ask me about it. The Lord will help us to always ask him and to always help uh, go to him and let our voice be heard always in anything we do unto him in Jesus' name. Look at Luke chapter 12. Luke chapter 12, we are talking about the God first attitude. Luke chapter 12. Verse 16. This is a parable Jesus Christ told of a man. Look at it. Let me read it quickly from verse 16. And he spake a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. And he said, This will I do. I will put down my bands and build greater and and build greater, and there will I bestow all my fruits and my word goods. 19. And I will say to my soul, So thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thy ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which thou hast what provided? So is the so is he that lay, lay up laid up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. Hallelujah. 
This was a parable Jesus told of a man, a rich man. He had abundance. He planted the feed and the feed yielded so much that he, he was very rich. And he said, what shall I do? Okay, I know what I'll do now. I will build a new barn where I will store my goods. And he did it. And after that, he said, oh, my soul, rise up. Eat. You have a lot to eat for many years. Eat. Be merry. And God, and God came to him that night and said, you are a fool. Look at it. And God said to, to this man, thou fool. Thou fool. This night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then who shall those things be which thou hast what provided? You see? You see? You are of wealth to yourself. But you don't remember tomorrow if your life will still be with you. That rich man, that night he died. Tell me who will enjoy those words? Strangers. Instead for this man to give glory to God and say, oh God, what shall I do with this word that I have? What shall I do? He told, he, he told himself, he told his soul, my soul, come on, I'd rather eat. Eat, rejoice. Eat for many years. That is what is happening today. The, the people of the world, they are mad to work to themselves. And they say, I have enough for my family, for my generation. Yes. But if you die, Will you take any of those things to where you are going? Nothing, not just a pin. So why not give the glory to God and ask God to help you to manage those wealth and ask God to, to tell you what to do with this, those wealth, what to do with them. This man should have asked God and said, God, thank you for blessing me, for giving me, giving me such and such things. But what shall I do with this wealth? How shall I spend it? And God would begin, then God would have spoken to him what to do. And this man would have enjoyed his word and also live long. Praise the Lord. God's first attitude is very important for us as Christians. Look at Mark chapter 8, verse 36. Mark 8, 36. Look at what Jesus said. Mark 8, 36. I read. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his, his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his what? His soul. That is it. What shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? What shall it profit a man? Nothing. You lose your soul, you gain the whole world, but you lose your soul. Excuse me, in hell. It cannot profit anything. God has made this life, he has, he has made this life for us to enjoy. Yes, he has made it for us to enjoy it. But we will enjoy it and also when we live here, we also continue to enjoy in heaven. That is God's plan for us. It is not for us to enjoy here and after here we, we begin to work, we begin to suffer in here. God does not want that. He wants us to enjoy here on earth and after here on earth. But this can only happen if you give God the first place in your life. If you allow God to be the Lord, God, Jesus, to be the Lord of your life. If you make God your, 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 your Lord, you, you surrender your life to Christ, and then you begin to give him the first place, and then you will enjoy here on earth. Your soul also will, will be saved and enjoy it after, after this life. That is what God says. That is what he wants. What shall he profit a man if he gain the whole world and lose his soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange 
for his soul. Will you give your money in exchange for your soul? That is why a lot of a lot of rich people who have not given their life to Christ, when they fall sick, their money cannot save them. Sickness, you know, or death does not answer to money. Death cannot say, bribe me with your money, with me, with your millions. No. When death comes, it comes. It takes you. It does not take bribe. It does not take money in exchange. So what shall you profit him if you give you what and, and lose it also? Or what shall you give in exchange of your soul? I pray the Lord will help us to begin to give him the first place in our life in Jesus' name. Look at Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Look at what Jesus said we should do. Matthew chapter 6. Matthew 6, 33. Look at what Jesus said. He said, but seek ye first the kingdom of God. That is what we are talking about. Seek ye first. First. The kingdom of God. That is God's first attitude. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. What are all these things? Riches. We are made for riches. God is the God of riches. He says, silver and gold belongs to me. Silver and gold belongs to me. Riches belongs to God. But God says, as, a, as children of God, we should seek first him. Him. We should seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all, all of that is shall be added unto us. It shall be added. God will add it to you. Riches, he will add it to you. Good health, whatever you think of that is good, he will add it to you. But he wants us to give him the first place. He wants us to tell him, Lord, you are my God. I cannot do without you. I cannot go to that uh, a country without you. I cannot travel without you. Look, we are going to see. Let us continue because I have a lot of scriptures I want to read to us. Look at John chapter 5, verse 30. John chapter 5, verse 30. John 5, 30, I read. Look at it. It says, I can of my, of my own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is just, because I seek not my own will, but the will of the Father which has sent me. This is Jesus. He was here on earth. He put on the form of man. He was God. But when he came, he, did, he was not alone. He didn't do things alone. He said, I cannot judge without, without, being, without, without me hearing from my Father. He knows the will of the Father, but he must also hear. He said, I'm going to hear from him. I cannot of my will do nothing. Look at it. I can of myself, I can of my own self do nothing. I cannot of my own self just begin to do anything I want. No. He said, but as I hear, I judge. And my judgment is just. As I hear, hear from who? From God. As I hear, I judge. And my judgment is just. Because I seek not my own will, but the will of the Father which has all. Had sent me. Do you seek your own will or the, the will of God who you said you are serving? Do we seek our own will in any, any, everything we do? But today, a lot of us will seek our own will, what we want, not what God wants. And so we don't even bother to even seek the will of God or to ask God if it is right or wrong. 
In as much as that it pleases you, you go ahead and do it. In as, in, in, as, in, as, in as much that that thing is very pleasant to you, is you see it as lucrative, lucrative. You don't see the, the end of it. You just go ahead and begin to do it. There's a way that seems right unto a man, but the end thereof leads to death. God said, my ways are higher than your word. We just are, as the heavens are higher than the earth, my thoughts are higher than your, your thoughts. Hallelujah. Look at Christ, our God. Look at Christ, our, our Savior. When he was here on earth, he said he cannot do anything on his own. So why should we begin to what, do things on our own? When we have our God, who is our Savior, right there beside us. Why can't we go to him and always ask him for directions? I pray the Lord will continue to direct us as we're going to ask him in the name of Jesus. Look at James. James chapter 4, verse 13. Look at what the what the, the word of God says. Look at what God says to James chapter 4. Verse 13, I read. He said, Go to now, ye that say, Today or tomorrow we will go into such a city and continue there a year and buy and sell and get gain. Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow. For what is your life? It is even a, a, it is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanishes away. Verse 15. For ye, for that ye ought to say, if the Lord we, we shall live and do this or that. Hallelujah. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? This is the plan of of the honored man, a man that does, not, that does not give God the first place in his in his life, especially you as a as a child of God, you should not be like the people of the world who does not regard God, and that's why they do things on their own way. But as you, as a child of God, you shouldn't what act like this. You see, you come now that say. We go to such and such a city. We will buy and sell and live there and make gain and live there for a year or do this or do that. He said, come, do you know what will even happen to you tomorrow? You ought to say, if the Lord we, hallelujah, if the Lord we, I will do this. If the Lord we, I will do that. That is all. It should be our language. That is that is a man that, that put God first. If God will, I will do this. If God will, I will travel to that country. If, if God will, I will do this business. If God will, I will, I will say this. I will do this. I will do that. Because God might not will you to do it. He might say, no, my son, don't do this. Do this. Yes, he's always speaking. God is always speaking. He just we are not listening. We don't. We don't give him the ear. He's always speaking to us. Oh, he, oh, he wants to speak to us, but we don't give him the ear. We close our ears. So how do how, how will he speak to us when we don't give him the chance to speak? You see, he said that is what we ought to say. For if for our life is just like a vapor, and that's why today you see somebody today tomorrow you say something something has happened to him. He was just traveling, and uh, there was a, a plane crash. But 
Our God is, is our God wicked? No, God cannot, he, he cannot destroy you. He cannot cause you accident. God is not a wicked God, but the devil is wicked. Hallelujah. The devil is what is wicked. The devil can do and undo. But it's only when you come to God and take refuge that he cannot do you anything. He will deliver you. God will deliver you from the plan of the devil. But first, you have to give God the chance to tell you the plans of the devil, to tell you that the devil is planning this, is planning that. Don't go into it. Come on, follow the other way. Hallelujah. This is what we ought to do every day of our life. Not just once, not just when we want to do any special thing. Every time of our life, every decision we want to make, let God be the word, be the first. Hallelujah. Let God be the first. Praise God. Let me quickly see the book of uh, Hebrews chapter 6. Hebrews chapter 6, because of my time, let me be faster now. Hebrews chapter 6. Let me read from verse 3. I I, I read, and this we will do if God permits. This is Paul. And this we will do if God permits. This should be your language. And this we will do if God permits. Hallelujah. And this I will do if God permits. God permits. God might not permit. And God might permit. So if I will do if God will permit. Not always I will do. I will do. I will do. Or I will not do. I will not do. What are you going to say do? You might say you will not do. God will tell you do it. Hallelujah. I want you to do it because your thought is, I know I don't want to do this. If I do this, uh, something might happen. God might say, no, nothing will happen. Do it. Hallelujah. So it can be in, a, in, in an opposite way. But the, the, the very important thing is for you to hear God, for you to you know, know that God has spoken to you. God has given you the direction. Hallelujah. You surely hear the voice of God. God always speaks to his children. Just like your, uh, if you are a father, don't you speak to your children? If your children ask you a question, yes, you must tell your children, okay, this is how it is. This is how it works. The same thing, if we ask God, God will speak to you. He will speak to you and you will hear his voice. Hallelujah. He speaks to us because we are his children. Look at the book of First uh, Samuel. First Samuel chapter 30. First Samuel chapter 30, I want to read from verse, quickly read from verse 1 to 8. Look at an account of David, and I read, And it came to pass, when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day, that the Amalekites had invaded the south, and, and Ziklag, and smitten Ziklag, and, and burnt it with fire, and had taken the women captives, that there, and uh, that we are uh, therein, they slew not any either, great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. So David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was burnt with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no power to weep. And David's two sons, I mean two wives, were taken captives. Ahinomeh, the, the, the Jerry, Jerry Datites and Abigail, the wife of now uh, number the, 
the, the Carmelite, and David was greatly distressed. For the people spake of stoning him because his because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his son and for his daughter. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. And David said to Abada, the priest, the priest Ahimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me either the herefold. And Abata brought thither the effort to David. And David inquired at the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them, and without faith recover her. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. This was an account of what happened during the time of David. They went out to fight battle, and before they came, the enemy came to their, to their city. They burnt the city down. They took everybody in that city, in the city of David. They took every the wife of David, the, 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 the children of the men of David and their wives. Everybody was taken captive. And when they came, when David and his men came, they saw everywhere burnt. Nobody in the, in, in the place. Everybody has been taking cartes. It was very well disappointing. And the men started to cry. Everybody started to cry. And they were even planning to stone David. But what did David do? What did he do? Did he cry? No, he did not. What he did he was, uh, he, he, he came to God. He said, David encouraged the same the Lord. And he came to God in prayer and said, and inquired of God, shall I pursue after these people or shall I not? Shall I overtake them or shall I not? You know what God said? God said, yes, go. You shall overtake and you shall what? Recover all. Everything that they took, you are going to recover. Hallelujah. This is a man that, had, that put God first. He, didn't, he was not crying and saying, all is lost. Oh, he didn't just say, okay, let me begin to fight after them. He first of all went to God and inquired, is it safe for me to go or not? This is God putting God first. This is God's first attitude. And God said, yes, it is safe. My son, go. I will give you victory. And do you know, God gave David victory and he recovered all his children and his wife and the men, uh, his men and all their children and wife, all of them were recovered alive. No one was lost. That is the God we serve. Because he inquired of God and God gave him victory. Hallelujah. So you should learn to always, we should learn to always go to God and begin to inquire of him in anything we want to do. And he's ready also to give us but there was also a certain time when God told David, don't go, don't pursue, don't do this. There was a, 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 a time when David said, should I do it? Should I pursue them? God said, no, don't pursue. Wait. And God said, okay, now it is time for you to go ahead, pursue. You see, God will always give you direction because he knows more than us. Hallelujah. Look at Second Psalm, uh, uh, Samuel. Look at David again. Second Samuel chapter 2, verse 1. Look at him again. This is not every time David always go to God. Look at Second Samuel chapter 2, verse 1. And it came to pass after this that David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go up unto any of the cities of Judah? And the Lord said unto him, Go up. And David said, Whither shall I go up? And he said unto Abram, Shall I go up to this place? And God said, Go on. And he asked God, 
where, where exactly can I go? And he told him, see the exact place you should go. Yes, God is always ready to give us direction. He's, not, he's, he's never tired of our what? Our questions. He's never tired of our inquiry. He's always ready. In fact, he's happy that, yes, you are giving him the first place in your life. You are asking him to give you direction. He's always happy to give you directions. This is what God wants from us. Hallelujah. Finally, let me read the book of Exodus chapter 33. Before we pray. Exodus 33, verse 15. Look at what Moses said. Moses also was, was also always you know, asking God to lead him. Look at what, what he said in, in Exodus 33, verse 15. I read, it says, And he said unto him, If thy presence go not with me, carry us not up else. I don't have time. I would have read the old place for you. You know, David was telling God, If you, your presence is not going with us, don't lead us. We are not ready to move. Because we need your presence. Hallelujah. If your presence cannot go with us, do not lead us from this place. If you know that when we live here, your presence is not going with us, then we are not going. That is God's first attitude. The presence of God is so important. In anything you do, you need the presence of God. When the presence of God is there, you are bound to succeed. The devil cannot stop it. But when the presence of God is not there, the devil can stop it. There is bound to be catastrophe. There is bound to be problem. There is bound to be, you know, you know, you know, confusions because God is not leading you. Hallelujah! God should always lead us. If God leads us, He leads us aright. He cannot lead us uh, astray. He always leads us aright. Moses said, "If your presence does not go with us, do not lead us." Hallelujah! This is where I will end my message. Let us pray. Father, thank you. Give us the grace to always have this attitude of putting you first in everything we do in the name of Jesus. We have had your word again, Father. We ask for your grace to put this word into practice. Thank you because the devil is ashamed and is going to be ashamed. For your word has comfort. He doesn't want us to hear this word, but we have had it. And we will put your word into practice in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God Almighty, for your word this morning. To you be the honor and glory. And we'll give you the first place of our life in everything we do. Henceforth, forever, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. My time is always running fast. I would have continued, but the time is not yet. It's not on our favor now. And I hope to be on your way again. And I ask you, if you have any question, please, you can ask in the comment. If you have any question, you can ask. And please try and share the word of God. Share it to your friends. Share it to any person you will. Let them hear the word of God so that the word of God also will bless them and will encourage them in the name of Jesus. If you have any question, please do not hesitate to ask and the Lord will give you an answer in the name of Jesus. So I thank you so much and I wish to be on your way again. And I pray the Lord will keep us and preserve us in his will and in his grace, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Shalom.